Welcome to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD, a fresh perspective on relationships, success, and happiness for high-achieving moms. Hey there, it's Jenny. Welcome back to Rethink Your Rules. So this week, I want to give you a really simple, practical question that you can ask yourself in the moment to, to self-coach. It's also very powerful, even though it is simple, if you actually answer this question for yourself in the moment, or af- this would be a great thing to use after a very difficult interaction with someone where you're trying to decide how to respond and what to do next. And I love this question because for those of us who are kind of too much moms, we're, we're working, we're really committed to our job. We care a lot. We're really committed at home as well. And we do a lot of things for a lot of people. We're always working so hard to do everything right. And sometimes what that can mean is that we're frustrated that other people aren't living up to those high standards that we have for ourselves and for others. And we also can sometimes feel sort of stuck. Like we, don't maybe want to or can't leave our job or leave our marriage or just not talk to these people. It's part of, you know, we can't just sort of be those people that are quiet quitting and ignoring something and going off into the corner. That can be really hard for us because we're committed and we're invested. So we can feel stuck when other people are just being very difficult, right? And we feel that they're just not responding the way we want them to. And that can feel very frustrating. And I've had this happen to me in a couple of areas of my life. And I think that one of the things we also do when we're in this situation is our brain can get into this pattern where we're spinning on this problem of how to get this other person to behave differently or to change and to grow. And um, sometimes it's hard to stop spinning on that because we are such good problem solvers. And so our brain's thinking, I've got, there has to be a way, there has to be something, there's something I can do here. And it can be a real problem if you're spending all of this energy trying to figure out how to make this other person change and it's just not happening, right? So I've seen this happen to myself, like I mentioned, and to my clients. So what I want you to do is when you notice yourself in this situation where you're, it's either your husband or it's someone at work or whatever, and there, there's something that they're repeatedly doing and it's not changing and you feel like it's really a problem and it's frustrating you and they're just not changing. And you're, you've tried, you know, the basic things, letting people know, suggesting this to your husband, whatever. It's just not really ever changing. I want you to pause for a minute from all the spending on how to fix this or the complaining or whatever. It's fine to complain about it, complain to your friends, but just at some point, take a little break from the complaining and the energy going into that situation. And instead, I want you to ask yourself this question. If I assume they will never change, what are my options. Okay. Because here's the thing that that intro does. If I assume they never change, listen, we all want to believe that this might get better. It might change. We, you know, we can hold out that hope, but as long as we are still thinking about how we can get them to change or how much better it would be if they would change or how terrible it is that they haven't changed, right? As long as we're doing that, our really powerful, smart brain is spinning on solving for a problem that involves another person changing. And, and we got to take a step back and realize there's a decent chance that this is not going to change, right? And so what this question does is it redirects your brain away from spinning on the questions you've been spinning on. And it's now your brain is trying to solve a different problem. So you're asking yourself, okay, let's just assume they never change. Let's just for a minute, right? Assume that this is what we're dealing with. And I'll give you an example from my life. Hopefully 
podcast editor, Kevin, won't be upset with me for mentioning this. I don't think he will. So my husband has a really hard time waking up in the morning. He's a night owl and he loves to sleep in and he's a heavy sleeper. And so a struggle in our relationship has often been, you know, when it's his turn to get up in the morning, because I don't like to get up early either, to be honest. I'm just a lighter sleeper and I tend to wake up when I need to more. And so he'll be, you know, in charge of an activity or watching the kids in the morning or whatever. And by default, sometimes I end up having to do it or having to do it longer than planned because he doesn't follow through with the plan to wake up. And again, I mean, we should have Kevin on here sometime. There are plenty of things that I say I'm going to do, like leaving work on time that I don't ever do and follow through on my side of the deal. Okay. So he could probably do this exact same podcast and process with me. Um, but just, it's a good example. So I had to eventually come to a point of saying, if I assume that Kevin is never going to change in this area. Like this is part of how he's wired and who he is. Like he's not going to wake up on time, even when we agree on that. Right. If I just assume that for a minute, what are my options? Right. And so notice how that question is now more about how I take care of myself. And that's the second way that you can ask this question too. If I assume they will never change, how do I take care of myself? Right. And so that is another way of asking something I've offered to you before, which is like, why is it a problem for me? So what's really the problem for me if Kevin doesn't wake up? Right. And so you get some interesting answers, right? Like maybe the problem is I want more sleep or I need the time to get this work done or, you know, whatever. And so all of a sudden now a number of options open up to me, right? Like maybe I can have someone else be in charge of doing that. Maybe I can schedule important things at a different time so that I just assume that, you know, on those days where Kevin's going to get up, I better not have my most important time sensitive activities scheduled because it's going to be a little flexible, right? So that's just a couple of options I have. And of course, one of my options would be like, this is not, this is a non-negotiable, it's not sustainable. Like, you know, I'm not going to be married to someone who does that, right? And, and I'm not saying that that was an option I was considering, but I use it as an example because maybe the thing you're thinking of with your person in your life is not so, you know, benign as like, can't wake up on time, like, even though they want to, right. They're trying to. Um, and so, you know, you might have to think, okay, one of my options is like, this is just not sustainable to have, you know, a partner who lies to be about, about our money. And so one of my options is to leave this person, right. Or this person is, you know, physically violent towards me. And so one of my options to take care of myself is, to leave. Um, and so I, I'm not, I want you to think of all those options and all the ways you can take care of yourself there and why it's a problem for you. And what this does is it takes this really powerful brain that you have and it helps, it, it opens your mind up to solutions and creativity and problem solving that was not available before because you were using all of your creative problem solving energy on how do I make them change or what if they will change or how, you know, like kind of that sort of energy or just complaining about like making it going over and over all the reasons in your mind, why it's wrong that they're doing that. Like I could sit here and list to you all the reasons why it doesn't make sense that Kevin can't wake up when I need him to, because he could do it in other scenarios. Like if he has to get to work and I could like be right about all those things if I wanted to. Right. But, but when my energy is going towards all the reasons why he should change or hoping that he will change or trying to make him change, right. I'm not leaving any brain space for, let's just for a second, put that aside and say, if he never changes, what are my other options? Right. And suddenly you see a whole bunch of new things. 
things. And to be honest, this is a lot of what, you know, I do as a coach when I work with people, right? Because when people come to me, they're just sort of tunnel vision on the thing that they think is the problem. This is what we all do, myself included. And so what a coach can kind of do is be the person to gently pull you out of that for a second and, and literally ask you this question. Okay. Like, let's say that never changes. Like, what are your other options? And suddenly you have a different viewpoint and you might see one of those options is like to get a divorce or whatever. And that is actually a good thing. Even if you don't get a divorce, because now you faced it and you said, okay, do I want to divorce this person? (laughs) Right. And then you have to tell yourself, okay, I don't, well, why? Like, and you have to give yourself a good reason for that. And so now when you interact with that person again in the future, what you're going to experience is that you know, you've already thought it through and you've decided to stay with this person the way that they are. And so it takes a little bit of that edge off of it because you kind of know, well, I, this is where I'm, I'm choosing this. And I kind of like my reasons because I know I don't want the alternatives that I already thought through. Right. And so that gives you a completely different energy and sort of a little bit more of a calm energy around what they're doing so that it doesn't have as much of a negative impact on your life where you're not spending on it so much because you've kind of like gone through it in your mind. The other way that you can kind of ask this question is if I assume they will never change, what do I want most here? And what I love about this is that our temptation is to say, okay, well, what I want is to stay with this person and have them be different, (laughs) right? But notice that's not a possibility with this question. If I assume they will never change, what do I want most? So really at that point, your options are either like, I want most to be with this person exactly how they are and learn to accept it, right? Or what I want most is to not be with a person who is like this. And that's really it. (laughs) It's that simple. And I purposely phrase this, what do I want most? Just not what do I want? Because you just sometimes, if you assume a person's not going to change, like you don't have a third option. You just decide what I want most is life with this person exactly as they are. Or what I want most is to not be in a relationship with a person like this, assuming this never changes. And that doesn't mean that if that's your answer in your heart of hearts, that you just up and leave that person right away necessarily. It might mean that you might be at that point, but it might mean that you know that. And so now you know what you need to be thinking about if it doesn't change. Like you can continue staying right there in that relationship, loving that person, working with that person, hoping that there's a change managing your mind around it while they're not changing, you know, how to not waste a lot of time and energy on it, all those things. But you can kind of know in the back of your mind, like, okay, like I'm going to need to figure this out at some point because this isn't really where I most want to be. And so maybe I need to figure out a time frame to wait for this to change, or I need to figure out an exit strategy, or I need to think about what I need to do to build up some, you know, security for myself so that I can overcome the other reasons that are making me stay here right now, you know, whatever it is, but you can't do any of that when your energy is all focused on them and how terrible they are and all the things that they're doing wrong. And it's just, you're spinning on solving a problem that you can't actually solve, which is changing another person right? A problem you can solve is I don't want to be in this situation. Like how can I, what are my creative options for changing it or getting out of it, right? That don't involve me changing another person. So that's why I like this question so much because it really distills it down so that you're honest with yourself to begin with. Like, is this working for me overall? For the most part, really love this person, really love where I'm at, really good. And there's this one thing that let's just assume it never changes. They're never like going to fully hundred percent live up to this ideal person I created in my mind that they should be, Right let's figure out, you know, what we're going to do about that to take care of me. But I know I want to be here. That's what I want most. Right. Or is this a situation where like, 
this isn't just a little thing. This is something that's fundamentally not okay for me. And what I want most is not to be with this person. Or there's enough things that it's just clear to me, like, this person's not aligned with me. This, this workplace is not aligned with me. There's enough things now that, like, really the signals are what I want most is to not be here anymore. And whatever you decide, notice how this just freed up a lot of mental and emotional energy for creating the best life for you, moving towards what you want most, having your own back. Instead of spending all of that energy on a problem you cannot solve, which is trying to make another person change or, or wishing and hoping or complaining about another person who hasn't changed. So for example, with my husband, when I stepped back and said, okay, if, if I assume he's never going to change, what do I want most here? And I thought about it, it was like, I want to be married to this person just as they are. Right. And I really, I really thought a lot about that. Like, I know he's the right person for me. I know we are aligned in all the big, important ways that matter. I know that his heart is in the right place. I know that his ability to be more laid back and flexible and supportive uh, in a way that I am not always good at is a really good compliment to my personality. He provides, he's my rock um, emotionally and just, you know, in the day to day as well, right? Taking care of me. And I kind of know that if I were with someone else, maybe they would be someone who woke up super early in the morning and was very sort of driven about those kinds of things like I am. But there would be other things about that person that wouldn't be good for me. Right. And, and overall, I just, I know that this is the person I want to do this work with of learning to accept them as they are. Right. I don't want to do that work with anybody else. And there are other scenarios in my life where I've gone through this process and my answer was, okay, if I assume they never change, what do I want most? I don't want to be around that person. I want to figure out a way to get out of this situation, an exit strategy or a boundary. Uh, it's just not going to work for me. And that's really powerful to know, even if it doesn't change anything in the short term, because what it does is it allows you now to spend some of that mental energy you had on being frustrated with the situation and turn at least a little bit of that energy into a sort of like a, I would call like a contingency plan in the back of your mind, right? Like let's say this, let's say this never changes. I know what I really want most. If that's the case is not to be here. So like, let me start putting the pieces in place. What are the things I need to do to build up an exit strategy? That's going to be safe for me. And it's going to feel good to me, right? What are my other options? Right back to that question again, what are my options where I can you know, be happy and supported and loved without having to interact with this person? Or what are my options to be professionally successful and do work that I love and not have to interact with this person, right? And so you just want to be able to think this through so that you know where to spend your mental energy for your best self versus on being frustrated with the current situation. And I really want to emphasize that you can stay right there in that situation. You can still feel unhappy with them. You can feel annoyed with them. You can still continue to hold them accountable for things that are really not okay. You can continue, continue to hold out hope that they will change and grow, that you'll figure out a way to collaborate and communicate better. You know, sometimes these things change on their own. You know, it's a specific scenario, like I work and then it turns out like they end up moving or you guys end up not working on that project together or whatever. And so it ends up being a non-issue. So you don't have to do anything about it. Right. So there's lots of things you can sort of you can hold out hope that it will not be that way forever. And you can do what you can in the moment to show up and, and have your opinions and frustrations. And that's all totally okay. Right. I don't want to say that. And I don't want to say you can't even complain to your friends about it and whatever else. That's fine. Like we all got to vent sometimes. I'm just saying that it's good to also at times slow down and ask yourself these questions in this 
reality where this never changes, if that's what my reality is going to be, this never changes. What are my options? How do I take care of me? And what do I want most? And when you answer those questions for yourself, what will happen is you will have a roadmap for useful things you can do. And so for example, because I have decided to be around my husband exactly as he is, and I've thought through how much I love him and I want to be with him. And you know, these things are not deal breakers to me, etc. What's happened is that now it doesn't take away my irritation when I'm waiting for him and I need to go do something and he's not waking up. Right. I'm still like, Oh, that's a, a little bit annoying. I, I allow myself to feel that, but then my energy is more towards like, okay, like how do I problem solve for this in the future? Right. Or when I talk to him about that frustration and we, we could even maybe be having like a heated conversation about things that we're both frustrated with each other. My energy and my true overarching thought is like, I love this person. I know we'll work it out. We always get through everything because we're both hundred percent committed. And what matters most to me is that I love him and I want to work it out with him. Right. And that completely changes my interaction with him now to one that is a lot more sort of trusting and loving. And it actually, in the end, um, this isn't why we do it. Right. But like your energy, when you're in this space where you've thought this all through, you're, you're more positive, kind, loving, accepting. And what that does is it actually gives you more influence on that other person, right? Because they can sense that you're not wanting them to be different and judging them and all that stuff. And that actually has the potential that they might actually listen to what you're saying and be more motivated to do it. (laughs) Right. But again, you don't want to go into it with that energy of like, I'm going to try to force them to change with this you know, this lip service to, to loving them and accepting them, right. You have to really be in that energy of like accepting and loving them. And then in a weird way, sometimes they actually are more happy, feel, they feel good and positive and connected with you. And they're more likely to actually like want to try. Right. And the same goes at work. Right. And, and I would offer that the same even goes when you have decided, gosh, what I really want is to not be with this person anymore. Even if that was your answer to that question, once you've decided that you'll have this, like, again, this peace, this acceptance, this, uh, you'll be less attached to making them change and forcing them and being really pushy towards them. You'd be thinking about how do I take care of myself and that kind of stuff. And that is going to give you a calmer energy, which potentially may have more of a positive influence on that person being open to your feedback, right? It's a weird thing that we don't recognize is like when we're attached to like thinking someone should change or they have to change, we're really attached to wanting them to change. We come across with an energy that is actually often making it less likely that they'll change because it doesn't feel loving and connected and free. And that's just the way humans work, right? So again, that's not why you do it, but, but a side benefit of doing this work in addition to taking care of yourself and freeing up your own mental energy to have your own back is that you actually may find that people end up changing more often because they're not so resistant to the pressure that they're feeling. So ask yourself these questions. If I assume they will never change, what are my options? How do I take care of me? And what do I want most? See what comes up. Go back to complaining the next day if you want, but just take a quick minute to do that exercise so that you use some of your beautiful, brilliant problem-solving brain on creating your best life and having your own back. See what happens. 
All right. I will be back next week with more. Thank you so much. If you want an opportunity to really dig deeper on this or practice some of this, or just ask me questions about how this might apply to you, I would love to talk to you. I'll put a link uh, in the show notes for a free console. I can set up anytime. And as always, if you found this helpful, leave a rating, review, share it with a friend. I would always love any and all support so that we can reach more women just like you. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD. Would you like to learn more about how to apply this to your own life through personalized coaching with Jenny? Visit us on the web at JennyHobbsMD.com to schedule a free consultation. If you found value in what you heard today, please consider subscribing to the podcast and giving us a five-star rating so we can reach even more women like you.